back to prayer. In the next section of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus returns to the topic of prayer. Many of us struggle to develop a consistent prayer life. We know we should pray, but we are bogged down with questions about prayer. Questions like, does God really care about my personal requests? Does prayer really make a difference? Why didn't God answer my prayers? In today's reading, Jesus encourages his apprentices to remember the primary reason we should be motivated to pray. Matthew 7, 7 through 11. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your sons ask for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? The Goodness of God Jesus urges his apprentices to boldly petition the Father for their needs and desires. Ask, seek, knock, he says, and you will receive answers to your prayers. And yet we wonder, is Jesus setting his apprentices up for disappointment with these claims? After all, everyone knows there are times when we pray and don't get what we ask for. Is Jesus just being naive? Of course not. After all, Jesus himself experienced the reality of unanswered prayer. In his longest recorded prayer in the Bible, Jesus prayed that his followers would be unified, and yet that prayer still goes unanswered to this day. John 17, 20-23 In the Garden of Gethsemane, he asked the Father to spare him the agony of the cross, and yet he was crucified. Matthew 26, 39. Jesus knows the reality of unanswered prayer, and yet he still urges his apprentices to ask, seek, and knock. Why? Well, his main goal in this section of the sermon is to reassure his apprentices that the Father cares about them. He does this by encouraging parents to think about the loving concern they carry for their children. We can all relate to the desire to be kind and generous to those we love most. This goodness inside our own heart tells us something about the God in whose image we are made. If this goodness is evident inside of us, as flawed as we are as human beings, just imagine how much deeper this goodness runs in the heart of a perfect and holy God. Jesus appeals to the Father's goodness as the reason we should petition him. The primary motivation to pray is that we have a good, loving Father who is eager to hear the sound of our voice. Even in the times when our prayers go unanswered, we can trust in God's goodness. God's silence is not the same as His absence. He has promised to never leave us, to never forsake us. His goodness can still be found in His presence. Kids are supposed to ask their parents for things. It's a natural outflow of the dependent relationship. And just as a preschooler wakes up every day with both new and repeated requests, 
author C.S. Lewis reminds us. Relying on God has to begin all over again every day as if nothing had yet been done. C.S. Lewis, Letter to Malcolm, Chiefly on Prayer. God is good. The Father is eager to hear your requests. Do those realities change anything about your desire to pray? Reflection questions. In what way do you struggle with prayer? How might focusing on the goodness of the Father help grow your prayer life?